Now it's time for a breakdown. You're listening to Gap to Gap, brought to you by The Breakdown. Three, two. Pebbles drill deep to left field. Going back choice. Looking up. See ya. 3,000. History with an exclamation point. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Swing and a drive to deep right, away back, goal! Jason Giambi has done it! Episode number 46 of Gap to Gap. I'm Tommy Caroselli. He's Real 7 Costanza. 7, how are you, buddy? Oh, I'm good. You know, just, uh, we got we got some exciting news, but unconfirmed, but exciting nonetheless. Yeah, so some unconfirmed, exciting, question mark news. Uh, some Passan bombs, if you will, and yeah, bombs. Like some Tom, Tom bombs, Tom bombs. I mean, it's Jeff. Some some J bombs. Uh, yeah, it could be J bombs. All right, so, so we're talking J bombs. We're talking about how could we see baseball in May? And yeah, you heard that right. MLB in May. Um, basically, this is. A May return date depends on a number of concerns, um, including uh, players' acceptable acceptance to this, coronavirus testing, um, and and the the players. I think the players is almost a bigger issue than because they'll find ways to work around coronavirus. Because if at, at this point, because like they, I saw one thing saying you know we might have basically unlimited options for all players and you can uh basically hold an unlimited roster size because that way if like your guys test positive you can just scratch him until he gets back and boom we got a minor league you're ready to go i i don't know about this whole thing um so here's where it gets tough is where you talk about i mean there's not gonna be fans we know that um but in terms of them sitting like six feet away from each other, uh, it's just going to look awkward, right? Yeah, so no dugouts. Players will be in the stands six feet apart. Um, no, no home plate umpire. It'll be a robo ump, so the ump can so the home plate ump can social distance backwards. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh... I mean another another part of the proposal says that the teams. Um, okay, so here. Implement electronic strike zone to allow the plate umpire to maintain sufficient distance from the catcher and batter. No mound visits from the catcher or pitching coach. Seven inning double headers, which would, which with an, which with an earlier than expected start date could allow baseball to come closer to 162. Regular use of on-field microphones by players is an added TV bonus. Players sitting in empty stands six feet apart with a recommended social distancing space instead of in the dugout. But I mean, other than that, it's baseball. Yeah, I mean it's still. I mean it's still, <laughs> it's baseball. Yeah, it is to a degree. It's the the problem. I'm not. I can't complain though, right? I mean we've. We oh, I can some, complain. 
Well, we could complain, but we also haven't heard anything promising about sports really, like live that's sports, true. until today. And that's, that's true. That sliver of hope was alive, and I I, felt, I shared it with you right away, and I was super happy. I didn't really care about all the containment issues going into it, and then Bob Nightingale had to just be a complete dickhead and fucking squash all hopes and dreams. Um, but it's still like unconfirmed. I think the going through Twitter and everything and Reddit, uh, you can see like it's not, it hasn't been officially squashed. I think the chance of it happening in May are, are super slim, but uh, seeing like there's an actual timeline associated with anything just got me extremely excited regardless of all the social distancing and everything that will go into it. Yeah. Um, and with that, you know, Passan writes here, the logistics to pull off such a plan would be enormous and cumbersome on the league's side and require the buy-in of players who sources expect to be skeptical of separating from their families for an indefinite amount of, indefinite amount of time, mm-hmm. perhaps as long as four and a half months. And I think that is where we're going to see a lot of pushback here. Yeah, again, it's... If they want... So, the way that things going right now with everything with you know, the coronavirus and everyone has their own timeline and what could happen in the next six months to 12 months to 18 months of what I've seen. I think at this point we shouldn't be greedy and we should just take what we can get. Um, I think it's even optimistic when I see like the PGA is scheduling events later this year without really knowing the NFL is still moving ahead as if they're going to have a season. Um, I, I appreciate MLB I don't want to say Manfred, I don't want to give him any credit, but I appreciate MLB and the Players Association trying to come to different ways to combat that and overcome it. Again, it, it's it's way too early to tell, but I'm excited. What can I say? Like, I'm, I'm still, like, I'm very optimistic that it could happen eventually. Yeah, and I think that's, I think cautiously optimistic is kind of the way I'm approaching all of these uh, plans, suggested theories, all these things. Until we get something uh, concrete. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I like Jeff Bassan. He usually has, has good good reporting. So, I'm going to trust that this isn't, you know, something he pulled out of his butt. And, no, and trust think... that there's something real behind it. Yeah. I, I feel and like the question is, is kind of like the watch of, of baseball. I, don't, I feel if he's going to tweet something, there's going to be some truth to it. Um even if everything's speculation at this point, just with everything that's going on, when he tweets, I feel he's he's good at you know checking facts and sources and everything in between. So he would just pull this out of his ass, like you said. He would yeah. he would have fact checked it before he put anything to a keyboard. Yeah. So I mean, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Yes. And I think that's just kind of how we got to be until. Um, uh, until we have something concrete. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know... Um, here's the weird thing is going to be, is with how they're playing... like Because everything's in Arizona, so you have 10 minor league camps, uh, conservatively, within the same area, and then Chase Field. Like So who gets to play at an actual major league stadium, and who gets to play at, like... That's, you know, that's what kind of... Yeah. That's what I mean, do, do you do you do it like like the premier games of the week are are in the big stadium? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like a lot of us paid for the fucking MLB league pass, so 
I want to see every game, but I'm, I'm going to feel kind of gypped if my team can't play at Chase until, you know, two weeks out based on scheduling conflicts. Like if they're well, playing in a I Cactus mean, League stadium. But, I mean, there's not going to be fans anyway, but still, I just feel, to your point, it's like that's the premier spot to have the games. Yeah, but, I mean, these guys, like, the, I know a lot of the stadiums are already fitted for broadcast. Yeah, it would, to a degree. But, the I mean, you can agree with the camera angles. For a minor league stadium, yeah, or a lot, or even a spring training. Ninety percent of them have a, have that funky look to it. Yeah, especially but like I, the pitcher view. You're like almost looking uphill before he releases, so you don't even get like a clear shot of the pitch. But I don't know. It, it, it's I don't I don't know, Jim. Um, yeah, I, I, that's that's where we're at. It's kind of fucked, right? Someone ate a bat, and now. This is how we have to go about this sport. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> honestly. Put it into perspective for two seconds. Somebody ate a bat, now we don't get to see at-bats. Yeah, now we have to hope and dream that they can play at abandoned stadiums for <laughs> six months or whatever it may be. So the CDC, I mean, man, you just you hope we find a way out of this that... And we just get can say, okay, that was a fun, fun conversation. Um, but uh, we're going to play baseball, and it's going to be fine. It's going to be regular, and we're going to be good. Yeah, the robot up is a little concerning. Um, yeah. But, I mean, and we talked about that before COVID even entered the discussion and how we were kind of opposed to that. So that's that was my big reservation. I think you can still have – because here's the thing. What's the difference of having an umpire – within, you know, two feet of the catcher when the batter is going to be within two feet of the catcher too. Like, are, at that point... I think that, I think it's just the spread. You don't you want to, you know, to limit agree, it yeah. as much as you can. I get that. I just, I, I think at that point, it's, it's kind of silly to take extreme caution for the umpire and not the players. But that's just my thought. I feel if, if, if the players are, are comfortable enough playing in close proximity, the umpire should be, you know... Feeling yeah. okay to play or to call a game in close proximity. Yeah, you're not wrong. I don't disagree with it there. Um, but hey, at least we got the CPBL still. Yeah, we do have the CPBL, and uh, I first off, I'm so happy that we jumped on the Rakuten Monkeys bandwagon because I love their idea for um, for fans. So for yeah, fans, you want to, yeah. you want to jump right jump right into that? Yeah, we should jump right into that because that's uh, that that was a very good story. So this is a story on, on CPBLstats.com, uh, who we're going to talk to the head of that blog later in the show here, um, as, you know, we reached it. We obviously used a lot of it, uh, of, of his stuff on Twitter, uh, and, and we used a lot of the site as uh, our, our information point for, yeah. <laughs> for our CPBL talk last week. So we're going to talk uh, to him later in the, uh, in the episode, but... The Rakuten Monkeys are Rakuten Monkeys to use robot mannequins as fans in the stands since it would be an otherwise empty stadium uh, for the 2020 season. (laughs) And this is where we're at now. Uh, They said they're going to put 500 of these things in the stands throughout. Like, I'm looking at it right now, and, like, their their test, they, a lot of them have signs. They're all wearing, 90% of them were wearing jerseys, mm-hmm. which would have been nice for us to get our hands on one, but a robot can rock it. That's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just unique. 
What, so th- what's funny is that there are 500 fans. That's that's enough because um, they probably don't want to interfere with the number of actual attendees that would go to these games. So they have to make it look. <laughs> they have they have to make it look as real as possible. Um, the fact that the robot mannequins just makes it that much better because I'm assuming they can move and do very limited gestures during mm-hmm. the game, and this would call for a huge unfair advantage in favor of our monkeys. Can they can they make noise? See, that's what I'm thinking they can. You could probably just read or record certain things to say uh, through the the robot, and you could have it just play at certain times like you could probably remote control when the robots speak so now we have like a mix of irobot with it's gonna look <laughs> like a video game simulation when the face yeah, that's jump exactly up and what down. it's gonna look like and like they don't have the no like no life in their eyes they just look like hollow blank slates and here we go monkeys here we go <laughs> but woof, i can't wait woof. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to just see it. I can't wait to go live on Sportscaster on April 11th and and watch this thing. I love how the so, robots are wearing masks too. Are they? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, like, that's awesome. They're wearing masks because you can never be too sure. In case the robots get sentience, they need to know how to fucking prevent the spread of coronavirus. <laughs> In case they exhale, their exhaust needs to be. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful with them. Oh, this is great. I'm, I'm really excited for our conversation with him coming up here in a few minutes. Um, I mean, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. I can't hate them. It's, I'm, so it's also kind of funny. Oh, never mind. I forgot they changed their name because I saw some different jerseys in this picture I'm looking at. Um, the Lamigo monkeys, I think, is what they used to be. Before. They used to be the Lamigo monkeys, That's right. yes. Yeah, I should know that. It's my team. Um I would just give every mannequin, like, sunglasses because those eyes, man, are... Uh, <laughs> not a bad not a bad idea. Yeah. They're disturbing, to say the least. Oh, they have a monkey DJ. There's a giant monkey DJ. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's awesome. I, I, I'm all in on the monkeys. This, is, this was the right team to, yeah. to hop on. I know the brothers got balls, but I think uh, Diamond of the Apes is definitely coming for that ass. <laughs> oh, I love it. Today's show is brought to you by Tee Public, and if you're looking to gear up with some of your uh, with some unique designs featuring your favorite teams, players, sayings, or movie references, or you're trying to represent the breakdown in your hometown, now you can get some of the coolest, most comfortable gear, all while supporting local artists with Tee Public. Tee Public's an internet store featuring tons of shirt designs that you can put on different types of T-shirts, hoodies, three-quarter sleeves, even swag out your dog in a dog. To use our URL bitly slash the breakdown store. That's the BRKDWN store. Use that so they know we sent you all sales. Benefit the creative creating artist. And if you use our link, we get a small portion of the profit as well. That's bit.ly slash the breakdown store running 30% off until April. I think it says 11th. Did mm-hmm. I see that right? Um, I'll double check opening right day now. For uh, the Rack of the Monkeys. Yeah, I mean, it's in honor of opening day. I don't know if uh, anybody, or if Jordan told you guys, but that's why we're doing it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for the Diamond of the Apes. We're doing it for the Diamond of the Apes. The underscore breakdown. Uh, it's it's at, or I'm sorry, it's April 10th. It's bit.ly slash the breakdown store through April 10th. 30% off. Get some swag for cheap right now. And right now, 
we're gonna flip it over to CPBL stats, the man, the myth, uh, the, the 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 engine behind the the website that we've used to bring all our info to you guys on the CPBL. Joining us now, a very special guest, especially given the times, it is Rob from cpblstats.org. Rob, how are you today? Uh, it's good. It's good. It's very late here, but it's good to be on the show. Yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks so much for having us. And, and um, before we get going, I, I just kind of want to know, how did you get started with the CPBL? Well, I started back in 2015, and... Well, basically, there's a lot. Well, basically, there's no information about the CPBL, Taiwan CPBL, on on the internet. So, so yeah, I figure, you know, I see see there's a there's a gap in the market, and I went for it. Yeah, definitely, and it's it, it's helped us out tremendously as we try to adapt to the league. Um, it has. Have you noticed an uptick in your in your Twitter in, in just how people have been interacting with the site? Uh, as we get going here towards CPBL opening day, uh, yeah, sure. Normally, normally, what well, normally we we'll see a spike on on our back end uh, in terms of traffic. Uh, you know, when we're getting closer and closer to every year's opening opening day. But uh, but this year, I mean, I guess with everything being shut up, you know, there's no sport right now everywhere in the world. So I mean, definitely get a getting a pretty big spike this year. Definitely. Uh, so, who's the team to watch? I know we kind of jumped on the, the Rakuten Monkeys a little bit. Um, as just, I don't want to say a joke, but they were the team that jumped out to us. Who's the team to watch? Who's going to take it home this year, you think? I reckon this year, Rakuten Monkeys oh. will, will still have a pretty good chance. I mean, given they are, they basically is a championship team. I mean, uh, apart from the manager, Depart, for Fubang Guardian, otherwise it's a exactly the same score. I mean, this team can hit, they can't pitch, but they can hit. They can very, they can hit very very well. I mean, we're talking about, uh, you know, from from the top of the order to the bottom of the order. You know, they if you make a mistake, they can make you pay. Uh, it's not unusual to see them putting up like uh, you know, ten runs, okay. ten runs, ten runs per game, but. There is still a chance, but but like I said, they got no pitching at all. So a lot of time you you'll see them, you know, and not losing, and not losing again by you know by by just having the bullpen <laughs> blowing the league. Yeah. I got oh a question gosh, about the Rockets and Monkeys this year. Do you think they have an unfair advantage because they'll have the most fans at the game? Oh, even though they're fake. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely. I mean, it'll be powered by what uh, robot and robot mannequins and what Kabul Kabul fence. So yeah, yeah they, they can't. You published on the site yesterday that this thing's gonna, the 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 Rakuten monkeys for two hundred bucks. You can submit your picture for cardboard to be a cardboard cutout fan. Uh, is that something you're gonna do? Oh, I, I don't see why not. I, mean, <laughs> I don't see why not. <laughs> So Rob, can we count on you then to be part of our official Rakuten Monkeys like gang? Because I think we're going heavy into the monkeys when the season officially starts. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Come in. <laughs> so should I love we just it. get all three of us our faces and pay the extra money to get our faces on the mannequins behind home plate so we just have a great view of ourselves? <laughs> yeah, well we'll have a look. We'll have a we'll have a chat after after the show. And uh apparently I could be wrong on this. I, uh, apparently, there's only like fifty. It's like 50, 50 sets, I think. So, so okay. 
my wrong now. That's though. absolutely worth it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to be super fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, like I Avatar for baseball. I love it. So who's your team? I know that we kind of joke about the monkeys. Who's the team that you like the most? Uh, well, probably probably the monkeys. I mean, uh, oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, now, are you? Do you watch the American game at all, or is it just the CPBL for um, you? Well, I used to. I used to watch quite a little uh, the MLB back in ooh, when I was in un- university. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you, you got like, I got afternoon class, so I mean, MLB can normally go on around what morning, around lunchtime for me. So, so it's perfect. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. But, uh, I don't really have a team to go for, but I just, you know, I mainly Definitely. watch the National uh, National League team, that's about it. Okay. Uh, so so when you look at the American game versus the CPBL, what stands out as, as any differences? Well, uh, well, in ter- well uh, the, the most obvious thing will, will probably be the, the level of play. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the MLB. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, for in terms of CBPO, I mean, you fan will probably expect, uh, I would say, a level close to, maybe not, yeah, close to double A, well, around okay. you know, high A, high A, double A, that sort of area, but closer, but close to double A, that sort of standard. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're, I like you're, that. Yeah, I, can, yeah. I can, I can get down with that. I can mm. get behind some double A baseball. Um. And I guess I have a follow-up question to that too, based on just the level of play and I guess the difference between the MLB and maybe you don't do this, but how would you describe, you know, how do you bet on the CPBL if, to your point, we have Rackets and Monkeys games where it could be like 30 total runs because there's just no pitching. So would you recommend taking the over in almost every game or how, how would you kind of differentiate between these teams? If I'm betting, I'll probably bet everything on over, on okay. everything. So I mean, I mean, in the long term, if you're gonna bet on every single game, you probably end up having what? Uh, just just throwing out a number, maybe what sixty percent. Okay. okay. You'll win probably sixty percent of the time if you just betting, uh, <laughs> bet on bet on over. But but again, I'm I'm not really a gambling guy, so uh, uh yeah. But take it with a grain of salt. Right. Yeah. But, but life's uh, too short to bet the under, so you might as well just hit the over every time, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so we, I know, I saw there's there's a few foreign players to the CBBL, including a few Americans. Yes. Is there is there any American that you think can really just kind of take over the league or, or kind of be a, a superstar in here, or do you think that, they, that these Americans are just kind of going to get lost in the shuffle? Well, depend. That's the thing about the CBBL. I mean, normally, technically, you want uh, generally generally speaking, they have. They generally get the player with at least triple A experience, but uh, and with with a little you know with a cup of tea in the in the in the MLB. However, your that MLB experience doesn't really translate to guarantee success. So I mean, hmm. so uh, it all depends on because we're talking about completely different baseball culture. It's a it's on the other side of the world. The weather is different. The way they play is different. Their their game approach, their game metallics are, are all different. Um, for example, I guess in the MLB, P, uh, in the in the in the United States, P, uh, maybe you you see a lot more fastball, but mm-hmm. uh, but but in Asia, there is more breaking ball focus. You know, so 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 yeah, it's hard to it's hard to say. I mean, sometimes you'll see. 
you'll see MLB stop. You know, MLB players struggle in in, in Asia, and a lot of time you'll see like player with a you know with a triple A or double A experience, they end up doing really well. Hmm. Interesting. I I kind of like I like that, and, and it's is it's. Why do you think it is that, that more guys are breaking ball focused? Oh, I guess, oh, I guess the obvious question is uh, they 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 can they can throw they can throw that huh? I mean they can throw if they can if they <laughs> yeah, can throw like if they can throw answer. if they can throw ninety seven ninety eight they probably they'll, they'll probably go into the Ameri- uh, you know to the MLB system. True. That's a, that's, a, that's a good point. That was probably a dumb question on my part. <laughs> <laughs> to flip it though, on the batter side, so. Who is the the favorite to take home MVP honors for the whole? Mm. I mean, the whole league. That's very. That's a good question. I mean, last year we had. Last year we had. I. What I'll do is I'll give you the players' numbers so you guys can follow through as well. well last year we had Rakuten Monkeys. Uh, Sorry, Zhu, we got the best team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had Rakuten Monkeys. Zhu Yuxian. He's uh, number five. Uh, okay. He hit about 30 home run with a 153 WRC plus. And yeah, like I said, he won the 2019 MVP. So there is a possibility he, more, he might take that again this year. But what happened last year was towards the second half of the season, he sort of, you know, sort of hitting, hitting that, brick wall, uh, that brick wall and start mm-hmm. slowing down. So we'll see how he, we'll see how he goes this year. Uh, another good, another good potential candidate will be Fubang Guardians number nine, Lin Yichen. I mean, this guy, great great contact hitter, can hit for power. Um, he's uh, what like mid thirty right now, but he will most likely to set the CBB record for the most hit. Uh, which is right now is on two thousand and two thousand, uh, maybe two thousand one hundred and thirty four. And wow. and Lin is right now on uh one thousand five hundred ninety five, so he's still got a couple years to go. But if he keep up the way it is, I mean, there, there's there's no doubt he's gonna set that record. Okay, so in terms of offense, I guess potential. I know you said this guy in the Guardians, contact hitter, great hitter, versus our guy in the Monkeys. How common is the long ball? What's the power look like in this league? And is it does home run have the same emphasis here as it does in the MLB? Um, off top of my head, uh, you last year you probably seen uh, one point one point five one point six home mm-hmm. run per game maybe. That's just off top of my head. I don't I don't have the number in front of me. Okay. Uh, but it is a it is a hitter friendly. It's a very hitter friendly league. And love that. Instead of a lot of time, you know, when people think about Asia baseball, they'll, they'll think, you know, they'll, they'll put down a lay, lay, they'll lay down a bounce in the first inning or in the yeah. second inning, but that you are not going to you are not going to see that in Taiwan. I mean, they do bump, but they don't bump that frequently. Okay. Um, yeah, they don't bump that frequently. I mean, everybody swing for the fences or just put the ball in play and hope for the best. <laughs> okay, perfect. I like that actually, because because you know you you have that um, that that sense of traditional small ball, but you also hey let's we're gonna we're not gonna shy away from swinging it. I like that. 
Mm, I guess in a way it's more more like a KBO style, less sort of less sort of less sort of hitting approach at these days with with the Taiwanese CPB league. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But then I have a question too on these roster sizes. So there's five teams in total, but I see like they're they'll have almost nine outfielders on a roster. Is there like a minor league team, or do they have a practice team that they field? And like, what's the official game day roster look like? Mm, so what it is, uh, the in 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 the CBBL they'll have each organization keep roughly you know between fifty five to sixty player on his uh on his roster. So and there is a major league team and there is a minor league team and that's okay. and that's it. So. I think I think the I think the major team lim, roster limit is twenty six. Okay, so similar. Twenty five, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, yeah twenty six. So, yeah. so that's similar to what what ML, MLB is doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we were, we were looking through the rosters and it, and it felt like the roster on the site just kind of goes forever. We didn't know it was split up into two teams. That makes yeah. that makes more sense now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, boy. So how are you going to be enjoying opening day on the eleventh? Uh, I'll probably be, I'll be staying home, uh, watching on, <laughs> watching on the TV. That's about it. <laughs> okay, so we'll watch ourselves on the TV, right? Because we're gonna. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what things. we're gonna do, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so what would you, how would you what would you recommend to people, and how would you recommend people in the states watch these games for the best watching experience? Uh, on my side, I. On my site, cpbostats.com, you'll see an online stream section on the on the top menu. Click on that, and that should have all the online streaming information. Perfect. For, yep, for the 2020 season. So either you can watch it for free live on either Twitch or Yahoo Sports Taiwan, or alternatively, there's the you know there's the official CPBO TV. Like a like a pay service, you, it costs about what like thirty to roughly thirty dollar US a year. Okay. So oh, you get that, you get you get a major league team, you get a major league game, and the minor league game, and also the winter league game. Okay. Ooh. And that's for okay. the whole year, right? It's just. Oh, pretty much for pretty right? much for the whole year. Baseball. Okay. Taiwan, there's no such thing as weather. Uh, as in Taiwan, there's no such thing as winter. So. Okay. So yeah, baseball all year round. Oh, let's go! All right. This Love that. Um. So one more question for you, for from me. I don't know what what else Brendan has, but from me, you know, in the states, uh, you know, there's nothing more baseball than a beer and a hot dog. What is your, what's your, or this the typical CPBL go to snack for a game? Hmm, that's a very good question. I mean, I normally when I go to the game, me personally anyway, I eat those uh those little spring onion pancake. Thing. They sell okay, outside. Sound good. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like a, it's like a savory more. Yeah, it's like a savory thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah It's not, it's not that bad. I, I don't know the equivalent of that. Eh? What do you guys call it? But, but yeah, it's, you know, it's a spring on the end. It's like a pancake thing. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I might try and even expand my food palette while I'm watching <laughs> some, some of these games here. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, you got any more questions? No man. The only question I have is, I had a, we had a couple of hashtags that we wanted to market to the Rakuten Monkeys officially, but unofficially. Um, I think we settled on one. I want your feedback on this. Diamond of the Apes 
for our monkeys. Hmm. All right. Not my work. He's not a fan. He's not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of that one. <laughs> All right, give me next. Did one. we did we have a backup? I don't think so. I think we settled on that one. We settled oh, on no. the top of the <laughs> <laughs> All right, in that case, you know what? In that case, I'll go for it. I'll approve this. Let's right, make perfect. it. Let's make it happen. By process of elimination, <laughs> we'll make that one happen then. Well, Rob, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate the time. I appreciate all the info. Uh, you actually, we were using your site, but then you chimed in on last week's episode. It was it was so nice of you to do that, and, and I'm glad that we were able to have you on. Uh, we'll have to have you on the, for, throughout the season and, and, and get your thoughts as the season goes on. And maybe, uh, what's the, the, the CPBL World Series called? Is it just the championship? or? Uh, oh, we call it the Taiwan Series. Okay, we'll have to have you on for the Taiwan Series and, and have a nice little preview of that. Oh, no worries. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much and look forward to having you again soon. All right, cheers. All right, so thanks so much for that interview. That was fantastic. Um, Going to have to check in more throughout the year. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, as this year goes on and if MLB actually ends up not playing, um, then this is definitely going to be something that you and I are going to strap into for the foreseeable future. Yeah, and I'm excited for it. You know, learn some info. Uh, it's funny, you know, we were talking, uh, before we hit record or before we, uh, you know, fully booked him on and he was like, so what are you thinking? Like, what do you want? And I was like, dude, just, we're going to pick your brain about the league. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. We're going to ask some fun questions. We're going to ask some serious questions. Just strap in. Let's have some fun. I talked to George. <laughs> so Jordan and I were FaceTiming earlier and he was like talking to me and he's like, what do you guys have planned for the pod? And I was like, well, we have an interview with the guy that was correcting us on the CPPL. And he, like, almost lost his shit. I mean, if you would have told me that I that this is what I'd be doing in twenty in the year of our Lord 2020, I, I probably would have laughed at you, but, but here we are. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm laughing at these fucking mannequins, dude. I know, dude. It's, it's ridiculous. All right, that's it for this week's Gap to Gap. Until next time, he's seven. I'm Tommy. We're out. See you.